I've been, I've been practicing my sexy slap noise. Oh, do for um for for Ghost Lines, which is a game ostensibly about fighting ghosts on a train. Yeah. Uh, you you'll have to give me a cue. Make a slap noise. Ah! Oh, good. Thank you. One more go. Can I just make a suggestion on that one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, shorter and sharper and up. Oh, uh, okay. I just want I just want to try it. I just want to let me try it. Let me try. There we go. That's a bit. Yeah, no, yeah. I was thinking, I mean, I was thinking like... more like an, more like an. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, sorry, you're doing it for me. I didn't realise. <laughs> I was laughing at the last one. Right, do it again. Oh. No, I can't <laughs> do it. That's, that's so oh. funny. <laughs> it's, initially, it sounded like you sat on a little train, and then it, it sounded, then it sounded like it went in. Do, do it again. Do it again. Jesus Christ, stop doing that! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you think you are! Them's fighting actions, them are. <laughs> One more. Well, howdy, partner. <laughs> <laughs> do me, do me, do me. Well, look what the cat dragged in. Just completely not reacting to the slap whatsoever. Last one. Last one, I promise. Yeah, shut sure, shut. Sure. This is the news at ten. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Hearty Dice Friends. My name is, as ever, predictably, Grant Howitt, and I'm joined, as ever, by my best friend and tallest man in the whole world, Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello. Hello. We're full of beans today. I am weirdly full of beans. And we are ready to do RPGs at you until you (laughs) ask us to stop. We we will also read visual and non-verbal cues. Yeah. Uh, We will stop as... Yeah, we are, we are going to Gen Con in about a month's time. Yeah, I'm, I'm fake. I don't know, I don't know what you're fucking scared of. You're not doing anything. I nearly died at one in Birmingham. That's very true. <laughs> I've got to go to another country and die in front of more people. Was this, was this the original Gen Con many years ago you attended? No, this was UKGE. Like, oh, UKGE. Yes, yes. Well, so, so like, yes, UKGE was, was exhausting. And I'm worried that Gen Con 1 takes place in the middle of a giant country very far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 2, that country is going to be very warm at the time. It's going to be colossally warm. Uh, they mm-hmm. speak a different language to us. They, they do American. not. You've misunderstood that. Uh, they speak American, Grant. Okay. okay, go on. Um, like, um, what even is a faucet? No one knows. A faucet. Why not just, why, why not just throw it in the, in the trunk? Why not ask it nicely? <laughs> fuck you just be just fuck be cool you about this. <laughs> Jesus Christ um, yeah and like the the content the the the, the content activities UKGE had like 10 people in it in comparison to Gen Con yeah where yeah. I believe the entirety of Indianapolis just go into one room Yes, one very large room. And then they stand there and sweat while yelling at each other about paladins. I don't know how I don't know what to expect. I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to what to do when I'm there. I'm running a load of games. You are. Well done. I'm running three playtests of heart, which we can now talk about. Oh yeah. Actually, actually no, we can't. It's not out yet, but I'm running three playtests of it. We can, um, I mean, we can mention it's a thing. People have seen and, pictures. And we can do um, and we're doing I'm doing Honey Heist. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be exhausting. But also, I, I mentioned in passing on, on my Patreon when I put out um, this week's game, uh, this month's game, Dungeon Scroll. Uh, thank you again to Chris for the inspiration for... Wow. Why, what, what, if, what if we drew a dungeon on some index cards? Um, it was mainly Mad Libs, but dungeons. Yes, I did, I did move away from that concept. 
No, no, that's that. that I was going for the index cards, but oh, okay, I couldn't right, describe yeah. it. Is my point? Yes, Madless Pretensions. Um, but I, I, I put it at the Patreon post, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to be at Gen Con. So if anyone wants to like hang out, you know, say hello." And I then realised that I have no understanding of where or how to meet someone else at Gen Con. I'm by the stand where they're selling nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm near that stand where there's t-shirts and there's two things you like on them. Honestly, mate, you could just stand next to the booth that's do it that's selling, like, Sith Krav Maga lessons. <laughs> um, like, there's only going to there's, there's be one of those, because that's that's a pretty hotly contended area, and there's they like do two kill or three the rivals. Tops. Yeah, that's true. They um, do or the one where you, you know, knit your own carapace. There's so much stuff on offer at Gen Con that I don't fathom. Like, I'm used yeah. to Nine Worlds, where you go and get drunk outside with vodka you bought yourself. Mm-hmm. And Gen Con, like, Chris, Chris is, Chris is, like, maybe he's one step away from reality. In that, I believe Thank there you. is, I believe there is a Sith fencing class. Yes, there is. No, it's a Sith yoga. Sith yoga. Really? I'm not joking, it's Sith Yoga. Sith Yoga. Grant, your wife's attending. Surely, surely, Sith Yoga... Sith... Surely that's light side yoga? Unless, you, unless you're fucking choking someone during. No, it's about it's about channeling the emo- channeling emotion. Oh, I see. That's the whole point of Sith teachings, is about channeling emotion, whereas well, I mean, they, the Jedi they seem side to turn is out. about blocking out emotions. So seem- you and I, Grant, are a Jedi because we don't understand emotion. Yeah, I definitely can't process it. Yeah. So, so, so I get force push. That's cool. You do. And but um, you, you, you can't force choke me. I guess I just have to use my hands like a spod. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a, like a run of the mill human. <laughs> like like some idiot, Chris. <laughs> yes. I Grant. think that's enough introduction. It's, I want you to ask while. me a question. Tom Southern asks. Are there any methods you can think of that can be used to represent a player character being unlucky? Every time. to say, ideally oh. not a disadvantage at the DM's discretion. So not like, well, minus two, you're unlucky. So the, the, the way I've seen this done in the past is that if there is a random chance of something happening, it happens to you. Yeah, so if if an arrow is fired into combat and you're using like a random determination to see mm-hmm. who it does hit, it's you. However, that's not hugely fun, and also that means you get pooped on. And that that is the same as GM fear, except it's more direct. Yeah, except you're you, you know it's going to happen. I think something like the first time you roll the max result on a dice in during a session, the GM gets to take it away. That's Sorry, the first time you roll a what on the dice? Uh, the max result on a dice, so like um, twenty on a d twenty. Okay, and that means that you get to. That means that you you have that completely ruined, and it's not it's not controlled by the GM. It's just you're going to be unlucky first time, and then you might get it. You might, and then the rest of the session is normal. So, what about if you took the number they need to succeed plus three as like right. a crit range? You know, like you can get swords that do like nineteen or twenty. It's a crit. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Um, let's say that you need a thirteen to hit. Hmm. So 13 to 16 mm-hmm. is unlucky range. Okay. Which means that you hit, but something else bad happens. <laughs> you hit, but you get a call from your doctor and it's bad news. Yeah, I guess I guess that's luck. I guess unlucky would be very close to hitting and missing. Mm. So it would be 10 to 13. Is something just dumb happens. Like, rather than... Rather than you, you go to stab them and miss... But a chandelier falls in your head. Can I make a, a suggestion to make this a little easier? Sure. Critical fails happen on one or two. There's much yeah. less. There's, I mean, that's the thing. I know. I know it's not as exciting, but that means that there's much less in the way of maths around. Hang on, I what's guess, a DC plus or minus three? Yeah, I guess it kind of works actually because there's something weirdly slapstick about critical fails. Yeah, they're kind of funny. I like them. Like, the ability to just stab yourself with your own sword is actually quite hard. It's difficult. Like the pointy end is a good foot, foot and a half away from you mm. with most mm. with most pointy weapons. Yeah. So I think I think that could work. I think you're also looking at ideas like you, that you'd give them. I'd want to reward them. I'd want I'd want the I want them to, to like in in fate, for example. Not my favorite system, but a functional system. 
It, I mean, it works. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if, if that's, I mean, if if you're willing to play that, sure, it's, yeah. It's got an engine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's what I'm gonna say. It's like the fourth most popular game in the world. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Too cool for that. <laughs> it's no savage world. Um, <laughs> you I can think that. <laughs> God, I wish I liked Savage World. It'd be like in fucking Coronation Street or something. Oh, it'd be great. Think of the football you could back. Oh, exciting! I can get, I can get really enthused about Benny's. The oh, what was I fucking saying? Yes. Um. So fate has uh fate has uh aspects, and these are ideally double-edged swords. So it'll be like uh, I'm I'm a criminal with a heart of gold, and so you could use that to have uh, oh I'm a criminal, so I'm going to tag that to do crime things. But also the heart of gold, the GM might say, hey, if you tag that, you can't steal the things. You got to give them to the orphanage, and so the GM can use it to tag negative effects. But what yeah. I would do is let them recharge willpower or give them back whatever consumable resource they've got when they're like, actually, before I roll the dice, uh, this goes hilariously badly for me. <laughs> that could be quite good. I think like making an opt-in thing for the player when they when they want to have the story about them having bad luck. Although you talking about Benny's has kind of triggered something in my head. What if you gave them a pool of, say, 10, 15 tokens? Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you roll the dice, you need to spend one of those tokens to not be unlucky. Oh, okay. Uh, that's it. You got fifteen. <laughs> no, but like, so that means that like, you're gonna in an average like four hour session, you're probably gonna roll the dice more than fifteen times, especially yeah. if you're playing D and D. Yeah. So, do you use up all of your luck, as it were? At just one after the other on your first fifteen rolls, do you try and save them for special rolls? Mm. And if you don't spend it, then you, your your role happens indistinct of the luck. So we're not going to screw you by going, oh, you don't hit, you're unlucky. Right. Um, but like, you know, your fridge at home breaks. You've left the iron on. <laughs> if you haven't I, love, got a... I, love, I love the idea of unluckiness being represented by these, like, these off-screen disasters. Yeah, just like you haven't paid your council tax and you really you, meant to. Your husband leaves you. That's fairly unlucky, yeah. But, like, your husband leaves you because you rolled a one in combat against the orc. <laughs> your phone rings. Hello, Stephen. Yes, I've been having an affair for years. I'm leaving you. <laughs> yes, we just foreclosed on your house. Does this, have anything, <laughs> does this have anything to do with the orc? Not at all. Unlucky, isn't it? <laughs> Coincidentally, yes. The New York is the next-door neighbour of the person you're sleeping with. Hello. <laughs> 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 they are completely blameless, but <laughs> I I did know the whole time, but I already met you today, and you have tried to kill me, so you know swings so around. Didn't about. think it worth bringing up, you know. No, didn't want um, to put a fury in your belly, you know. <laughs> Best get back to guarding this potion. <laughs> Going back to my ten foot room. Fuck you all. A ten foot room seems like a horrible place to keep an orc. Well, yeah, five foot of it's kept, 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 taken up by the chest, and the rest by the orc. Oh, that makes sense. I guess I guess it's secure. Yeah, it's also airtight. I've got a question for you, Christopher. Oh, please ask it. Tad Leckman writes in, Do you have advice for reading and or using and or writing box text? Yes, depending on the box text. Go so on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat this here because some box text is two sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've forgotten the game. Give me a second. Emberwind. Thank you. Yep. And some <laughs> box text... Is Emberwind. Yes. Which is 62 pages of box text with, I think, mm. rules in it. I'm not sure. I couldn't find it around the box text. You can't put rules in box text. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's at, weirdly, the, the, the rules are in the boxes. Everything else is, is what we describe as box text. Right. Oh, it was also, just, just for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what box text is, uh, congratulations oh, yes. on making it to episode 114. <laughs> and also, it's read aloud text. So there might be it's, it's called it's called box text because usually it's it's in a, it's in a little box out, and it'd be like you have been traveling for five tiring days, and you arrive at the dungeon. It is a blasted edifice of cold stone and rusted iron. Yeah, the problem with it is it's very boring, <laughs> and every fucker thinks they can write box text. Yeah. And I mean, it's really difficult. It's I, I I struggle to think of good box text I've 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 read. Yeah. So if if you want advice for writing box text, either don't, don't, 
Or a couple of sentences, does it? Yeah, or concepts. What, what you want to do is say, they're at a crypt, there is a door, here is a spooky tree. Yeah. Because those are the three things you want them to look at. Mm-hmm. And then when they go, ah, spooky tree, eh? You go, yes, the spooky tree is like this. Yeah. You don't need to give this enormous rangy description that takes 40 minutes out of their day. No. All, all you need to do is, is hit the important points and, like, yeah. generally, like, pick two senses and say yeah. what they're like. And, like, you don't you don't even need to put it in a sentence. But uh, So, so I, I've, I've been running uh, playtest sessions for Heart. I've been doing... Um, uh, I've been recording them with with a league, the uh, the people who we exhibit role playing games with at conventions. And um, we've had three sessions. We've wrapped up. I'm, I'm going to start cutting those shows together now, which should be a really interesting experiment because that's six hours of audio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a post it note on my desk which said, "Going through the filing system now." Sight, touch, smell, sound, taste. And I put that on top of my monitor. And whenever I describe something, I had to I had to hit at least one or two of those. You see absolutely nothing, but it smells like old ham and is warm. You can't feel it, but it tastes fantastic. <laughs> and like the like that's I mean that's that's very old advice. You yeah, know, that's, 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 that's ancient advice. But the, the what, what it's for is it cements people in the world. And it, and and if, if you can say rather than this thing is this, you tell them this feels that way, that's much easier for them to get their head around. Yeah, it's also really useful for doing callbacks and um, reminding people of backgrounds. Mm. Like if you're going, like everybody knows that smell is like a really good memory trigger. Yeah. Like this smell reminds you of when your character used to be used to work on farms. Yeah. Like you can tag the background, or this smell is the same as when you were in this other district somewhere else. Mm. Um, and like you can tie things together. Yeah. But actual box text that is a paragraph of text, as it were, mm-hmm. isn't actually helpful. So, how can we hack? box text to make it useful i think what you what you need to start doing is putting in bullet points honestly if you want to include box text no that's, that's the thing let's let's say we've got we've got a scenario that we're running and there's box mm-hmm. text in there how do we oh, modify okay. that how do we use existing box text in a useful way well if you're if you've if you're reading the adventure ahead of time take Which a highlight take that's a, a highlighter to it yeah just go through just go through and go as I said earlier, crypt, door, tree. Yeah. Um, smell of blood. <laughs> you know. Mm. And and just take out those bits rather than the, it is a languid and pallid moon. <laughs> I, okay, I know it's night. <laughs> You're not actually setting the, the scene that much. You're taking my time. I want to look at the trick. I know, and like the, I think the, the other challenge with box text is it doesn't, I'm fine with like with the first thing that players get being box text. So yeah, like, like so, an intro. So 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 you get an intro and like don't say you feel this way because inevitably some player will be like, oh, actually, I don't feel cold. I'm from the Northlands and I'm very hardy. So don't tell them how they fucking feel because they hate that. Instead, describe the events that happen and the first scene because at that point. After that, any box text you, any box text you write will not be accurate because the players have hit it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna just make a mess all over that. You simply awful. cannot match the tone of the um, game. I think also there's there's a very important thing to ordering of box text if you are going to use it. Oh, I um, this. And there's a beautiful there's a beautiful criminal for this, which is the uh, the Sunless Sea uh, expansion box set dungeon mega dungeon thing, mm-hmm. second edition. Which has this a gorgeous description. It's like proper purple prose of sumptuous drapes and a golden dining table stretching out into this <laughs> this dining room and the thirty eight beautiful chairs and a and a beautiful feast and music is tinkling in the air. Oh, such a lovely place! Also, there are thirteen orcs in here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was looking at the drapes, mate. Yeah, sorry. What was that last thing? If there's a thing with witness statements in crimes, mm-hmm. it, with uh, in violent crime, 
where people can't remember who attacked them mm. because they have weapon paralysis. They focus on the knife, mm. not the person, which, fair. Very like, useful. You know, like, yeah, you super should be focusing where that knife is. That's, um, why, that's why when I do crimes, I make sure to carry as many knives as possible. I'm like a on one-man band. Back. On my knees, on my yeah. elbows. Like a, like a one-man knife band. Yeah, behind me. I'm a one-man Moolinex, baby. I know why. I'm spinning. You can't even stop me. You can't get out of the way. Please. You really, you really should move. <laughs> I will hurt you. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've you've got these people with incredibly sharp weapons trying to kill you at mm. the end. <laughs> like, there are thirty. There, there are thirty goblins here. All of them manning one massive ballista. You put that at the beginning mm-hmm. of the thing, and then you go. Also, the room is full of sumptuous drapes and a beautiful repast. Now, Would you like uh, to sit down to eat or deal with the fucking ballista? I will say, I can see why they might have done that. Because if you say, there are 60 knocks, I attack them. So well, if, you, if you don't want to get interrupted, don't give your players a call to action. However, well, just give your players a call to action. Yeah, but also, if, if, you, if you're interrupting me in my fucking games... In my fucking... Oh, oh, come here, on my manor... I'll ruin you. I will fuck you up, brother. I'll ride you around like a fucking horse. Don't ride anybody like a horse. Okay. Um, I meant like, like I meant figuratively. Okay, maybe like give them a minus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Don't actually threaten or ride your place unless they're into that. Or, or at or. the beginning of the game, make it very clear that it's a very real possibility by putting <laughs> a saddle on the table. Just, just nip that in the bud real early. Just, just, just put a, drop it on the table with a slam, and then whack it with a riding crop. Have have a lot of pictures of you riding previous players, and like they're looking really ashamed. You yeah, have a lot, have a lot of photographs behind you. And if anyone's like, what's the deal with those pictures? All you say is, <laughs> yeah, D and D, right? Anyway, let's play. Or you slap it with a riding crop. <laughs> what the picture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me a question, Chris. I would be delighted. Zimrilim asks, how do you spend your time when your character has died, but the session isn't close to ending? Or maybe, how do you keep a player with a dead character involved? Ghosts. 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 Very spectrally. There's been an accident. (laughs) There was a lady. Said like a true anime waif. I... I... There's nothing to do in games when your character dies. No, really, there's very few games that have the capacity to carry on acting. Yeah. I know of two of them, and I wrote one of them, and it's not out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I wrote it years ago. It's that. It's, it's uh, The Deep, do you remember? Shut up, Grant. I was trying to breathe mysterious. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, yeah. Mystery, uh, there's the word I was going for. Mysteriousness. Yeah. Uh, that is a game set in, basically, space hell. And when you die, you get to become a ghost and haunt the party. But I only got through two playtests, and there were not enough players died. Like like that game you play a lot. Um, oh no, it's the gun dungeon. Enter the dungeon. Enter That's the gungeon. The That's the one, yeah. Yes. Uh, you get you, to be a bit useful. You get to be a, a little a little hovery spectre who can who can take out bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that, but more but more like you were actually causing harm to the other players and like cursing them and shit. I think. I think one other thing you could do is is a lot more dramatic and does involve some setup. Is it is it the riding crop thing again? Oh, shit. Sorry. No. What is uh, it? No. So you need to kind of kind of talk to one of the players ahead of time in secret, mm-hmm. at least one, um, and then kill their character real early. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as they die, they just pick up their character sheet, place it on the floor, and walk out of the room. <laughs> Silent. And then within seconds, they return, carrying a chair. Well, the DM just sort of does that... (coughs) Slide with his chair, and they sit next to them. Right. Again, silent, until they talk, at which point they speak in unison. Ah, that is... Yeah, that's why you need to speak to them about it beforehand, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah, so you need to brief them on what you need to say. And then you kill another person. Silently on the floor, they leave. (laughs) And you just keep doing this until there's one person that you really just never liked and want out of the game playing. And you just you just mean to them. I think, yeah. I think it's the key. You mean. I, I think, like, so, like, you said it's a joke. And it, I, I presume. But I quite yeah. like... Eh, yeah. You, 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 you were, oh. Listen, you were aiming legally, for a joke. Legally, yes. 
Yeah, in a court of law that could be identified as a joke, Your Honor. Yes. But I feel like there is something fun about like about getting in touch with the player and saying, "Hey, we're going to say this in unison mm-hmm. when you die." So and like and like and like giving all of them a thing to say, and that would be really creepy and fun. Yes, actually, that's quite nice. Yeah, even if you just contact people, like, okay, if if and when you die, this is what you've got to do. Yeah. Um. So you you are essentially, uh, for what a better way of putting it, a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, you have minor effect over the world, but crucially, what you're doing is you're freaking out the other people. Mm. Um, and you have the ability to pass knowledge across mm. from the other side and things like that is actually quite interesting. I think having ghost points would be interesting. In the oh, like you, it, you spend a point to be able to do something. You have points equal to your to, to, to your basically your spellcasting modifier, I suppose, your spellcasting ability. Screen and then again, well done. Uh, well, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, no. You know what? You have you have you have points equal to your highest ability, unless it's dexterity. I can't explain that one. I'm so quick. I'm so quick. dead. Quick and dead. Ah, yeah. There we go. Um, and you can spend like you can spend X of those points, and it'll be like so. It's it's D three points to to communicate. It's D eight points to manifest. It's D six points to do a telekinetic strike. And do like standard ghost shit, but you might roll a one, yeah, or you might roll an eight, and so like everything might be the last thing you do. Didn't didn't we write this game? Is this one of your one shots? This is it's one of our one shot. I mean, that is pretty close to last Christmas, a game where you accidentally give Scrooge a massive fucking heart attack and have to save the world through time travel. Yeah, you should get that and then not play that, yeah. but take the ideas from it. Yeah. This is unplayable. Hey, hey! Somebody's played it. A couple of people have played it. More power to them. A couple of people have played it, and they've they've all said how hard it was to run. Yeah, it's it's time travel is 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 difficult at the best of times. I I think I think we tackled time travel very well by basically making it an eight room dungeon, which you can travel back and forth through. Yes. However, I understand. Yes. But have a look at that for ideas of what ghosts can do when they're dead, and the idea of. And like the idea of maybe um, I've got like unfinished business as well as the other game that we wrote yep. uh, about about playing a ghost that possesses someone, and I think there's there's some really fun stuff you could have, especially in D and D, or like if you have a dungeon which it, so it, it would have to set, it had to suit the setting, or it'd have to have like or in this dungeon the dead don't sleep easy, oh. and you get to have some weirdo stuff there, and like I love the idea of a ghost of a ghost possessing its own corpse. Yeah. Also, as a as a tiny piece of trivia, in the original mm-hmm. version of Unbound, there was a ghost. Was there? Yeah, in Chronicle, there was the possessor. That was uh, that was that was um, that was the door, mate. Oh yes. So in the original version of the door, there was there was a possessor where you could you actually used cards from other people's decks. Yeah, you did not have your own deck, and you just stole cut pe- cards stole from other, other people's, people's cards, deck. and you could take it from anybody's and use their stuff, which I thought was cool. But... This was a game Chris and I wrote when we were when we were um, young hotshot games designers in our twenties. When we when we when we thought the world couldn't stop us, we didn't, <laughs> we we didn't write ca- any rule. We didn't care about money. We just cared about art and money. And in our berets. In our berets and smoking goulwazes and drinking absinthe and falling in love 18 times a day. Damn trains. And we decided that we would write a game that broke as many card taboos as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, which unfortunately made it totally unplayable. Well, it not only made it unplayable, it made it so that people didn't want to play it. Yeah, it made it distasteful. Yes, it, like people would just like I have to tear up playing cards. No, which I guess was art in a way, but if no yeah, one's it played was transgressive. it, transgressive. Yeah, it's, it's so transgressive. No one fucking looked at it, which I yeah. guess defeats the point of art. Hey, 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 hey! I don't hey. like your girlfriend. We, we were like poets in the Parisian music scene. Yeah, well, the poetry we were not scene. wanted. Oh, I get it. Yeah, and yeah. just not really getting the idea. But we, but we were doing art. So but now, yeah. now we've sold out to big Kickstarter. Now we've sold out to making good games. We've <laughs> <laughs> sold out to making good games that sell money. Yeah. Hang on. The make money? Hang on. Does somebody sell money? Because I will take some. I'm terribly sorry. I've been selling all the money. Oh, no. How there's, much for? There's been a sale on. Oh, shit. One pound for two pounds. No! Wrong way round. 
I've got one final question for you, and I think we should Please move ask. on to the second part of the podcast. We know the rules lawyer, but how do you handle the world lawyer? Writes in SSB Hokajo. <laughs> With gloves. No, I hate them. No. It's a it's I a real it. it's such a problem. It's like people who are just so so like world lawyering is not a term which I'd heard before today. But instantly recognized. In the in the in the it's, it's that player who'll be like, oh that wouldn't happen. Uh actually um why are why aren't there defences in here if they've been attacked by goblins before? And uh, actually why isn't this world completely coherent? Because I just made it up. Yeah, the Gareth. There's, I think you'll find that these sulfuric elves live three leagues west of here. That's even worse. So, like, so like, there's the, there's two flavors. There's one who are continually testing your will for logical inconsistencies. One motherfucker showed up to my honey heist game at um, Nine Worlds and tried doing that, and it, 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 he lasted about three sentences before I had to have a word with him. So, dude, it's a game what? about it's a game about talking bears in hats. Okay. What? I... Fuck that guy, right? He was, like like to be fair, he was new. He hadn't role played much before. He came along and tried it on a whim. And to no, be I, and okay, also to be cool. fair, shut up. But also, also you don't watch the Avengers and goes and go. Mm, mm, that person's flying. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. People can't fly. Reel the shit back in. Is that magic? I will say, people do watch the Avengers and say, "Here are the hundred cinema sins of the Avengers." And There's literally YouTube channels about that, isn't there? Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of YouTube channels. So, um, Captain America said he didn't like chips in a previous film, but here he is eating chips. Oh, like, oh well done. Oh, what, the veins what, on my head are going to burst. What do you get for that? Like, what does that bring to you? Does that bring you happiness? Is there a medal? Does someone <laughs> give you chips? Does Chris Evans come around your house and pull you off behind the barn? Yes. With his big muscular arms, consensually ripping you in half. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Anyway. <laughs> what? Next. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, quickly. Um. 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 Uh, um uh, yes. So. so world lawyers. Yeah. There are two flavors of, of world lawyers. There's yes. one who are who, who are intest- who are testing the internal consistency of your world and calling out fallacies in there. And there's the other one who have read that who have read the the campaign setting better than the GM. And are saying that, oh, actually, elves don't live here. Oh, actually, gnomes wouldn't do that. Yeah. Or even worse, and I don't know why you'd be doing this, but even worse, you're playing a Star Wars game. <sighs> or a Game of Thrones game. Like something with a license. Yeah. Something, or Lord of the Rings. Something that's provable. Like, Lord of the Rings is a problem for me because I've read the books. Uh, I don't like them. Huh. Uh, good, good story. Bad writing. Didn't enjoy it that much. They're important, but yeah. Love the films, great fun. Too many songs. Tip top. Love that kind of world, love that kind of low low magic setting. Yeah. But with high magic stuff in it, which is quite yeah. cool. And I adore the One Ring game. Mm-hmm. However, I have got... Like, it's hard finding players for a game naturally. Mm-hmm. As opposed people to are, summoning them? Yeah. People are busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, normally rather than naturally. Oh, right, yeah. Um, people are busy. It's hard to get a game going. Mm-hmm. But then when you go, hi, I'm looking for uh, role players who want to play the One Ring with me. Um, you must not care about Tolkien fiction, <laughs> but like Tolkien fiction. I'm definitely going to get it wrong. Because I'm going to get it so wrong, but we're going to have a fun game in that world with those rules. How about that? Do you remember that Star Wars game we played? And we played the I droids. I do. The person with the, whose face was on fire. Actually, I, think, I think she was... Yeah, just, just a bit odd. But we played the droids and we wanted to say, hey, actually, we want to fly the... We we want to fly the ship because that sounds like fun. And they're like, uh, um, uh, droids can fly ships. So, oh, yes. two plugs in to fly the ship! We were doing some sort of... We, uh, we were trolling. The we, film. Were, we were trolling, let's be honest here. No, Grant, we weren't trolling. Let me, let me All explain right. why. Okay. Because we were doing one of a scene that was actually in the films. Mm. We were, so we were playing R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yes. Which one were you? Uh, you, uh, you? You played R2 because you didn't have any lines at that point. I didn't have any lines. I could bleep and bloop to my heart's content. Yeah. Um, and everybody else was doing the scene. Yeah, everyone else was just doing the thing that happened. Like, they were saying the words yeah. that happened in that scene. 
Like, one person was Ben Kenobi, the other person was Han Solo. And, yeah, and... and they negotiated for the, for, the, for, the, for the transport of the thing to the place. Meanwhile, we were out looking for hot robot babes. We 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 were look, we were looking for Mecha Tail. Believe we stole a car. We did. Yeah. Teach um, them to exclude us from their bar. Right. And I I, I realise now that we that is trolling, but we yeah. did that because we didn't know the words to Star Wars. Also, we didn't have any words in that scene. The droids are literally kicked out the bar. Yes, I wasn't allowed no to play. Droids allowed. Um, and somebody told me I wasn't allowed to play in a game, mm, which we'd paid to play. We had paid to play, and we were and we were sitting next to each other, which is always dangerous. Oh, bad thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what to deal with the world lawyer? Bring us along. Yeah, just just go hard at them. If you like, if you tell us there's a world lawyer there, uh, we'll do it for free. Oh yeah, sure. I'll pay for I'll pay for train travel. As long as it's close, I mean, like, like, yeah, not, yeah, like yeah, like like uh, forty five minutes tops, you know. Like yeah, I'm crossing Peak District, but that's it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Um, Do you want to make a game or something? Did we answer this in any way? How'd you handle the, the world lawyer? Yeah, yeah, shoot him. Cool, sounds good. Jingle! Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. Kent Blue writes in. Dave Bautista's big damn birthday. I lo- so first off, mm. I love the idea of a big damn birthday. Big fat birthday. I imagine people in like cowboy hats. Mm, big ones. Yeah, big cowboy hats, moustaches. Like, mm. yeah, birthday. I like, think they're wearing not a cowboy a weird hat birthday, in a but like They're just really into it. Whatever. Okay, happening. yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I like to remind, so like I, I think that we should just have a lot of extravagant things for Big Man Dave Bautista. So like like a roulette wheel. Now Dave 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 Bautista is the wrestler turned actor, scarred boy. Yes. From Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Drax. Drax. He is yes, an exceptionally like large man. I like him. Yes. He's cute. He is, isn't he? He's cute, but also giant, which is impressive. I'd like to think that Dave Bautista is so big. So I think it's a bit like a Jason Statham's Big Vacation. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is about Jason Statham, who is self-destructive and on cocaine. Which is, mm-hmm. which is, our, which is our, um, our lawyer has asked us to say, our fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Definitely not true and certainly not libel. Stressing the word fiction. Yep, definitely oh, fiction. I'm also going to use another word he said. Satire. Yes, satire. And Pastiche. He didn't ask us to say fair use, but I am going to say it. Fair use. Fair use. Anyway, Dave Bautista is a big damn man, and he wants Mm. a big damn birthday. And so uh, he's, he's in like a church hall. Or something like like a, a comedically small situation, and you just oh, okay. have to sort of do disaster management around Dave Bautista whilst making his big birthday happen. Just crushing the teacups. Well, it would run a bit like um, run a bit like Godzilla. <laughs> so like so like Dave Bautista's here. This, actually, this is just the unstoppable Leggy Pop again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just Leggy Pop, but in the Henley Starrington Church Hall. Mm, okay. Have you so got? How a, about how yeah, about on, we, we change got... the venue? All right. We're moving to just outside of York. Go on. To a disused power station. Mmm. That mm. power station's name? Drax. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let's move so on. So he I can I, I, recreate I okay. his famous character, the Drax power station just outside of York, and we can finally compare them. I don't think that he wants to be anyway. Let's 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 Pin the let's move of the on. Drax. I just I just wanted to say Dave Bautista's big damn birthday. I don't think okay. it's a game. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Give me a suggestion. Um, so I'm just going to throw in a, my one of those quickly, mm-hmm. and then give you an actual actual one, which is from Flowers, which is Swords mm-hmm. and Flowers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey, but you eat what you kill. I don't think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, but we, what I'm saying is we've done hockey. We've looked well, at hockey. Yeah, on this we, very we spoke about hockey, and we said that it would beat both football and football. Yes, um, but my actual, yeah. my actual okay. um, one is from Vanessa Thompson, which is Thixotropic on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Supermarket Dash Sunday opening hours. Hmm. Okay, this sounds like a very mundane game, but I'm not. I'm not averse to that. Exactly. Now, what I'm looking at is the old 
a game that uses the old like gridiron stuff from unknown armies and that sort of game and Siren. Like a racing, a racing game. Right, yes, okay, yeah. Now, what it is, is that you desperately need something. Let's call let's say something like toilet paper, right? Oh god, that is, that is pretty that's a that's that's a requirement, yeah. Now, the time is currently eight forty five on a Sunday. Shit. So what you're actually doing is you're dashing between supermarkets to try and find to find the one that's fucking open. Oh, I see. Okay. You know that Nine o'clock's your, your cut-off point. Yeah, you, the nine o'clock's your cut-off point because the one that's right out, like right next to, across the road from your house mm-hmm. opens at nine. Mm-hmm. However, you need you really need to turn your paper like, <laughs> right now. Like, this is going to be a situation. Um, so it- you've got 15 minutes to plot a route and mm-hmm. get to... Another supermarket. But the thing is, your phone's out of battery. Oh, no. You cannot check opening times. You do not know which of the five other supermarkets are currently open, and it is randomly determined before the game. Your only option is to climb something tall and see, like in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes, where you can climb climb a tiny tree for no reason. Yeah. Well, it's to see. Is it? Yeah. Or like Assassin's... Shut up. Shut up. Or like Assassin's Creed where you do it as well. That's true. Assassin's Creed. Uh, And there's an eagle. I think there's. I think this would be a fun LARP. Like, if I had to rush to get toilet paper but didn't actually need to do a shit, that would be a fun. It would be a fun space to exhibit. But I right. worry. I worry intensely about the. Also, I'm, I'm interested. It seems that you've chosen opening hours rather than closing hours. Mm, exactly. Which is, which, is, which is an interesting twist on that. Well, but, I mean, see, what I believe the the original intent was was supermarket dash Sunday opening hours. Like, like, like. 3.45. Well, it's like 10 to 4. Yeah. Um, but it, but also, it's probably quite leisurely. Like, if it's a local supermarket, like, there's nobody in there but the but the meth heads. Mm. So it's just, you know, supermarket dash, but you've got about five hours. Supermarket amble. And nobody's nobody's in there. You can just throw whatever you want in the trolley. I worry about the fail state of your pitch. Mm-hmm. Because you shit yourself. Okay, what if a loved one... He's back at home, currently in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and has gone. Oh no, we've got no toilet paper. Oh, Can no. you go out and get some? And you've already fucked up something in that relationship recently. Yeah, it's minor, yeah. but you know, it's a it's a check mark. You, know? you ate you ate all the toilet paper. Yeah, you're the one that ate that. You put it in the dog. You thought <laughs> it would be like you thought it'd be like the Andrex adverts, but then the dog died. <laughs> so you just just hear your spouse. Have, have we got any toilet paper left? And the camera pans down and you wrap the dog entirely in toilet paper. <laughs> this then, dead puppy. Like, I don't think it's not, it's not dead. You wrap the dog entirely. You just finish it. Uh, you just finish the last roll of toilet paper and then it runs off. <laughs> you just finish it. You've just put the aviator sunglasses on it and you've loaded Instagram. <laughs> and then the call comes through and you're like, shit, I can't send this. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, no. That, ruined on both she's fronts. got a phone in there <laughs> she'll get a ping she'll see she's got it set up to ping whenever I take a picture of a dog in so glasses so you and your mummified police dog oh it's a police dog though yeah well it's got aviators oh right yeah that's all you need to arrest I, someone I thought it was a cool mummy go on <laughs> um, have to go and acquire the paper so there's there's no failure state for you as it were drastically and battle orientated mm. But, but like the, there the, is there is potential relationship fallout. Yeah, the failure state is your partner takes a shower yes. to clean themselves and then is upset. And then he's just, just ticked off at you. Yeah. Well But you okay. feed it all day. I I was imagining sort of maybe like a like a fun computer game where like you'd have a strafe button. And like <laughs> just and a like, strafe button, you can only strafe. Just a strafe button and a mouse. No forwards, only sideways. Okay, so okay. Let me let me let me re-envisage this, right? Yep, start again. Walmart. 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 We've been to some big fucking Walmarts in America. They we, terrify like, the shit out of me. They're like aircraft carrier. Um, like they're, they're like aircraft hangers with like two thousand kinds. Yeah, with two thousand boats, rifles, and at least sixty different kinds of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. 
Just a, a level of choice and size I cannot comprehend. Infrastructures I cannot fathom. So you're in one of these, and it's a Battle Royale game. It's Battle Royale Supermarket Sweep. It's a massive supermarket. I'm thinking okay. like, like cross between you've got a supermarket, you've got a uh, it's like a mall. Right, so you're gonna need to, it's a sort of supermarket where you're gonna need to head up the camping department just for survival gear. Yeah, I mean that's that's one option. Um, but it's it's like this big department store, supermarket, but you've still got trolleys. Trolleys are important. Okay. You start now, do you start with a trolley? No. Oh, if you've got a trolley, that means that you're getting much more momentum, much more lateral speed, however, much less dynamic, can't dodge properly. It's more like that's you becoming the tank. If you like on a team you want someone with a trolley. Yeah, you you got you gotta have the donkey. Now, over the over the tannoy, they're periodically announced bargains. Oh shit, son. At which point you have to get to those bargains, get as many as you can. In your mm-hmm. um, in your trolley because there's a supermarket sweep with you know Dale Winton, God rest his soul, and oh. yeah, and uh, what like don't God rest his soul? Mm. He seemed, wasn't he okay? No, I think he was suspect. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, God disturb his soul. I can't remember, but I think I think there was some court cases. All uh, right. Well, my apologies. Um, so not Dale Winton, um, uh, Guy Fieri, who does it in America. Yes, that that, um, that is that is bang on casting. He's great. He can he, he big, drives big, into the Walmart in a yellow jeep. Yeah, through yeah through the wall, Kool Aid style. No, there's there's room there's room. Okay, yeah. Like um, it's a Walmart, you're not gonna hurt anything. That's true. So is he hunting you or? No, he's presenting. Yes, yes, I see. And like, and if, if you can do it within within shot of, of Guy Fieri's like dr- array of ca- hovering drone cameras, that's good. I like. I, I sort of had the idea that he's driving like the film crew, just who are in the back of the truck. That's fun. That's and good. Rattling about. They're leaning around. He he insists on driving, and so there's the, the, the there's the risk reward. Is if you hang near Fieri, you get more points, which is mm-hmm. good. You get better drops. However, it's going to be dangerous because everyone's going to be t- like, like a bit like when you when a uh, when a supply crate drops in in player unknowns battlegrounds. There's yes. going to be someone watching with a sniper rifle. But he's moving. But also, Fieri's not going to stop if you're on no. the way. No, 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 not at all. Isn't, that's not how this rolls. You know, he he views those deaths as a sort of reward. A Valhalla. Yeah, that's how he's paid. Yeah. <laughs> Blood money. He's just literally, he's allowed to kill anybody in the way. He's not allowed to seek them out, but you know how stuff happens in the yeah. mall. <laughs> so there's not many guns, but there are some. Okay. Well, maybe there's a lot of guns, but not a lot of bullets. I'm th- well, I, I'm, I'm thinking that they've been, um, so again, this is going to be run for my favourite audience, which is moneyed perverts. Oh, yeah, love them. Um, so, like, so like, let's say, for example... Um, a, a tannoy announcement will come over and say, if you go down to the washing up department, you're insured of a big surprise. Make sure you speak to the fairy prince for some assistance. And it's, it's like that, that pitch, that speed, you drive down there and in one of the bottles of fairy, there's a derringer. <laughs> or a revolver or something and I like the idea that you're not, not quite sure if that guy's got a gun at any point yeah. but you've got like you're, you've got these huge monolithic um, uh, aisles uh, a bit like a bit like in a a bit like in, in an Ikea or a Ugh. Wix like that that height of shit so like can screw fix warehouses. Yeah. So like if you want stuff off the top shelf, you've got to get a ramp. And that's where the trolleys come in. Yeah. Building up speed. Good. Um or like or like like you start climbing and you can get like ropes to, to, to climb faster. You can maybe make little bridges and stuff, like in Absolutely, Fortnite. Et cetera. Yeah, that makes Absolutely. Sense to me. Yeah, that's great, you know. And like and like in IKEA, you've got the capacity to like have little shortcuts through through like hidden doors and stuff, which is always right. fun. You you can hide in cupboards. You can hide in cupboards if you want. And there's, there's like a final showdown in that bit at the end where you have to pick up all the really heavy stuff and put it on a tray. But mm-hmm. they also sell really tiny chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Which is always a weird dichotomy for me. Like, I've got three tons of wood here and you want me to buy a tiny chocolate bar? A little chocolate... I guess if I've already bought three tons of wood, a little tiny chocolate bar's nothing, right? And also, don't sell me your bags. <laughs> I'm already stealing four. <laughs> <laughs> Like don't, don't put them like they're on sale. Don't we all know they're this. free, like the pens in Argus. <laughs> I I really like the idea of this big scavenger hunt game. 
Mm. But but also like again, strafing is hugely important. You've got trolleys, like you, you've got the capacity to like jink and, and like play chicken. So sure. like so like like you're on you're on the soda aisle and two of you like two of you are, are at either side and you see that there's that there's a special offer on uh, cream pops. Uh, which is which is which is a kind of soda, I presume, and Ooh. so you're uh, and so like 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 you're both in the trolley and you're running each other as fast as possible, and the guys and and the, the guys who are in the front of your trolley are like hooning, yeeting, um, uh, cans of coke at each other, yeah. trying trying to stun the driver so they spin out of control. But then there's that beautiful moment of collision, mm. and you get that kind of slow mo Neo versus the agents dive towards each other as they collide in midair and you can feel like the the occipital lobes shatter in each of them. I really like the contact. idea. I really like the idea that he uses Max Payne multiplayer physics. Yes. Where where you can do slow-mo if something especially exciting happens, mm. but only but only if only if you have line of sight to it. I, I always I always like the idea of actually slow mo happening to everybody in the level. Well, okay. Just because there's can you only imagine when you're just like being really sneaky somewhere and all of a sudden around you it just slows down. <laughs> you're like, shit, somebody's doing something impressive. Well they did that I in uh, they did that in double action boogaloo. Yes, that's true, actually. Double action boogaloo did that very well. It was kind of fun. I I love I love this idea. I'm so enamored with this idea. It's kind of it's kind of going against, I think, Ness's original, um, perhaps more parochial. I just got to pop in to get some tea and maybe some potatoes. Potentially, yes. Well, we don't know. We do not know the intent behind this. That's true, but it it definitely happens on a Sunday. Yes, during Sunday opening hours. Yes. Mm, mm, okay. Riley writes in. Listen, don't ask any questions. What just happened was part of the plan. And also the sequel. I told you not to ask any questions. Now you've ruined it. The sequel to Ladakh, where Hajid of Water Puppet. Yeah, thanks for acronymizing it. Acronymizing? Thanks for putting all those letters I can't read in. Mm -hmm. I really like the idea of a. One of my favorite parts of role playing is justifying out of character actions. Yeah. I'm very good at justifying. I enjoy it. I think it's fun. And I like the idea that. Your actions are rolled on a random table and you have to justify... No, that's going to be insufferable. That's going to be nightmarish. Just slap this idea out of my mouth. I will. I'll just knock it right out of there. Just... <laughs> 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 nice. Um, so there's a video game called No Time to Explain. Yes. Which is gorgeous because there's no time to explain anything because shots are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intro to that is that you're in your living room and you, in a spacesuit, mm-hmm. being killed by a giant crab claw smashed through the living room. Yeah. And go, there's no time to explain, take this, and he throws a gun at you. Yeah. Which is also like a jetpack, isn't it? Like, you can you can jump with it. Yeah, yeah, you can you can laser jump? I don't know how it mm-hmm. works. Um, and I, I love that as an intro. Mm-hmm. So let, we start with something similar to that as an intro. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you get a load of slots on your character sheets. Mm-hmm. Right? Imagine they're like, you know, like in, in a wallet, you've got like three or four slots for cards. Yeah. Um, that just, so you can just see like NatWest, whatever on the top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the character sheet is like that. Mm-hmm. And then what you have is you have a load of different colored cards that explain what they do. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you suddenly is you read the cards, and then you slot them into the character sheet when you activate them. Okay. And the cards are powers. Right. And there's no time to explain because you're so busy. Mm-hmm. But the powers are just like random stuff. Like I've got a crab claw now. Why? Okay. Shut up! Shut up! And it's just that, and it's just like the, like trying to do a role playing game as fast as you can. I like so like, like kind of like smash cut the RPG. Yeah, so there's there's a there's an interesting game called uh, board game called Magic Maze. Okay. Um, and in Magic Maze, first off, you're not allowed to talk to anyone. Oh. No, no, it's it's genuinely. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, but what there, what there is to counter that is there's a little red token. Okay. And what the red token is is I don't know what the red token is, but it's used for like this is important. There's an important thing you haven't done a right. thing. Right. You can mark it. Right. No, no, no. You can only give it to a person. 
Okay. And point at it. Right. And that's it. That's, all that's the only interaction you're allowed. But what so you it's, do, it's, a, it's a blank signifier. Yes, it's a sig- like something needs to happen. Yeah. But So what you could do is Magic Maze, there's four characters in a maze. Okay. And they've got to get around the maze, open doors, get treasure, get out. Mm-hmm. However, I can do left and forwards. <laughs> okay. You can do right and push button. I see. They can do okay. back and jump. Like four-player robo-rally. Yeah. And the idea is that you can't... There's no talking and there's no turns. Mm. There's a timer. Right. And you have to, everybody has to go, this one needs to go forwards one, this one needs to go left one. Mm-hmm. And you have, to, you have to combine everybody to move around and do pointing. Mm. Like, I kind of like that as a setup for No Time to Explain. Like that, like there's No Time to Explain that like you can't explain. Mm. And it's, it's kind of a speed board game. So I'm trying to work out how to do a speed RPG. I was thinking about what you do is you cut out the bit where, where you roll dice or where you explain how things happened. Okay. So, so it's it, obviously it's a one shot game, hmm. uh, but you'd have, but you it would be it would be primarily a card based game. You'd have you maybe have some sort of d six like some sort of basic dice system to resolve things, but that isn't that isn't hugely exciting. Instead, what like what you'd have a card which says, "I'm in a truck now. You're now in a truck. It's going very fast." Or That's I kill the guy. Good. Oh, I've killed the guy. And that lets you com- basically completely interrupt whatever's going on with yeah now this is happening, and you and you could call it yeah now this is happening. I think I think what I'd like is like a de- so a deck of let's fifty three fifty two cards not mm-hmm. no jokers let's not go there yeah whatever but, but each of those is uh, a thing so yes. it's I kill the guy I've got a I'm I'm in a car mm-hmm. I'm in a plane I'm on a now horse. it's sunny and like so every single one is there's fifty there's fifty of them fifty yeah. of them. And then either, for me, I'd love every player to have a full deck. Mm. But with one deck, they're just in the middle of the table. Mm. And you have to grab them and turn them over. Yeah. So you can do each thing once. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's like three I kill a guy cards, whatever. Yeah. And I think that would work quite well. So mm. you've got people constantly like talking to the GM and staring at these cards as something that might be helpful. Yeah. Just going, ah, fuck it, I'm in a car. Yeah. How does that help? I don't know. Flip another card in a minute. Are we? So that that sounds like a brilliant game, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's an easy sell. It's not. Do you have any other suggestions you want to put forward for this week before we wrap up? Um, the only one I do want to mention is Evan Saft names a crypt on Twitter. Uh, a kite in King Arthur's court, a game of chivalry and battle kites. Now, okay. I think I think this is a wonderful setup. It sounds like a fun pixel art game. I I read no, I really like the idea that like it's a setup for a very noble duel. <laughs> but you use kites. And then you just get some kites out and have a really nice time. That and does ha- has the most fun. Oh I see. Okay. And also also you dress as an old fashioned knight. Yeah. Well. And then like you argue over who had the most fun. No, I had the most fun. No, you had the most fun. I challenge you to a duel. One of them dies, so they had the most fun. Do they? Is, is it another duel with kites, or is this one with like swords and shit? That's swords and shit. Yeah, they really hurt each okay. other. Families are destroyed. I think our game is supermarket sweep, but I love it. Um, it's it's a hundred player battle royale supermarket sweep, and it's possible to die during it. Yes, guy fit possibly but, um, by just slipping on fairy liquid. Now, I don't think we can call it Sunday Sunday opening hours. I think we need to call it something a bit more bombastic. I will say, Supermarket Sweep in America is called Guy's Grocery Games. Is it? Yes. That's awful. Well, how it's about... Supermarket Sweep, to be fair. How about Guy's Most Dangerous Games? Oh. Is that it? Thank you. Thank you. That is... That is tight. Uh, because, like, I suppose like, you're not there to hunt humans, but you very much are there to hunt humans. Yeah, yeah. Well, Guy's hunting humans. If nothing else, yes, he 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 has he has he has. If you can kill guy, one, you can't kill guy. But two, if you can stun him, and I suppose banish him, you get his rifle. Yeah, I mean, there isn't actually a television show. This is just for his private archives. (laughs) This is just so he could jack off in his garage later. Moneyed pervert, go for you. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) If you get close enough, if you actually get close enough to the car, you'll see the entire film crew are puppets. Just, they just—they're they're just really badly sellotaped to the camera. That's awful. <laughs> he made them all in shop class. 
Yeah. He's pretty good, but not that good, you know? You think he'd make them out of food stuff? Yeah, well, one of them does have pasta hair. Like like uh, like like old, old chicken skin. Oh. That he's painted. These nightmares. Mm. Welcome to Guy Fieri's fucking nightmare bloodborne supermarket. <laughs> Hi, Guy Fieri. This is Guy Fieri talking to you. We're about to kill some people in a mall. They don't think it's they don't think it's real. It is. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends, episode 114. Uh, our game this week is Guy's most dangerous grocery game. If you've enjoyed this, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dice Friends, give us some cash, join the Discord. And if you haven't enjoyed it, fuck you. Yes, yeah, get out. No, actually, actually, you know, if you haven't enjoyed it, maybe it's not your cup of tea. But don't, don't like, don't tell anyone how bad it is, okay? Yeah, don't mention that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe or the maybe, fuck maybe... you comment. Don't mention the fuck you comment. Yeah, actually, yeah. Unless okay. that'll sell it to somebody because you know they're that kind of person, in which case, it's, definitely. It's a bit, it's a bit edgy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we love you lots. We're yeah, we we'll be around next week, and also we're going to record some hearty dice nights. Yeah, but we, what we're planning to do is when there's when there's a Gen Con on, mm-hmm. there might not be an episode because we'll be in another country. There is that. We we could do one live from Gen Con. I'll find some time. That that will definitely come out in the recordings. Easy, easy. Um, but we will take lots of pictures. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go visual for that weekend. I think. Yeah, washed out, intimate, candid Polaroids. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>